It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello and welcome into the Daily Score. I'm Mark Grody and the show today is originating, as you can see behind me, from the PNC Center here at Hallis Hall. We are out in what they call the Midway, where a lot of us do our reports, where I am doing this podcast here today. And this is a day where we talked to Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields and a bunch of players in the locker room. And there is just so much swirling with this team and I don't have to tell you but I will you know they have the number one overall pick the futures are up in the air for a lot of people Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus and the coaching staff so much to discuss but right out in front as well is what you should consider to be a meaningful Bears Packers game at Lambeau Field even though the Bears will not be in the playoffs this year it is a chance to you know, it, it is a test for the Bears because you will go up against a Green Bay team that needs to win to get into the playoffs. So you know that they will be at maximum effort. Lambeau Field has been a difficult place for the Bears to win through the years that I certainly don't have to, to go in depth on. You know that as well. So in other words, this sets up as another legitimate test for Justin Fields and the Bears and evaluating everything that's going on. So the game is meaningful. And We'll get to some of the peripheral stuff, like I said, about the number one overall pick and Justin Fields' future. We will get to that as well. But let's start with what a win would mean for the Bears and Justin Fields on Sunday. You know, I think it'd mean a lot to uh, the team, the fans, the city. I think it'd be great. You know, we know that Green Bay's playing for a lot at stake. They're playing for a playoff spot right now. So I just think with, you know, kind of all that on the table, I think, you know, it'd be great, a great feeling to, you know, end the season off with a win in Lambeau up there because of what's at stake for them you're going to walk into a pretty big game environment on sunday what's the value for a team like you guys in, in just gaining experience in those big game big stage moments um i don't see it being that much different i see it you know because everybody always the the uh, rivalry whatever I, I think it's going to be you know the same environment um so i don't see it being too much different but i mean like i said it's going to be fun It'll be a fun environment to walk into, um, you know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans are going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in. And, uh, you know, hopefully we have a great game and get the double on Sunday. So, ah, well, At least we got one shot fired. <laughs> but Green Bay people are probably like, oh, we've never heard that one before. Uh, they know it. We know it. You know it. Your dog knows it. Um, but you know, Green Bay is Green Bay and Lambeau Field is fantastic. Um, all right. So that's Justin Fields. And yeah, I mean, look, Bears were embarrassed in that first game of the season this year. It was an 0-4 start, and they have gotten a lot better since that first game. I mean, this is a team that didn't look like it was going to progress, that has progressed, including the starting quarterback Justin Fields, who, of course, um, had to be asked about his future with the team. Dustin, we've talked to you all year about compartmentalizing whatever your future might be and, and just worrying about the next game. What happens next week when there's no next game to worry about? Do you do you know whether you'll have any more clarity about your future? And, and how do you deal with it when maybe there's not the focus you need so intensely every day where you might let your mind wander next week? I don't even know if we're going to get next week, brother, so I'm just worried about the rest of the day and uh... – you know, the rest of the night. So got these meetings I'm about to head to. And, you know, like I said, we got a game on Sunday. I'm not focused on 
uh, you know, what happens after that. So, yeah, I mean, I think, look, Justin Fields is a calm man. I mean, that's that I was you steal that from Anthony Heron, who just used that word to characterize him. It's, it's the right it's the right word. He's a calm guy. And I I've said it. I think that Justin Fields is probably at peace with whatever happens. I think that he'd love to stay here. I think he'd love to be the, you know, be a bear for life. I mean, I think I get the feeling that he does like it here. <laughs> um, but I also think that he's had time to think about this since the beginning of this year, because the, the evaluation in the media has been going on since training camp. So, and, you know, I'm complicit in that. And so I think that he's at peace with whatever happens. Um, but this game will have meaning, I think. I think this game still has meaning in that evaluation. Let's get you into the locker room, too. One of the people that I got a chance to talk to with a couple of other reporters was Bears wide receiver DJ Moore. And I want you to listen to his answer here closely because he was asked if he allows himself to think about the potential of the Bears drafting a young, elite wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. You could wonder about it, but at the same time, they'd be rookies coming in. And they wouldn't be right off the back just making phenomenal plays, which I would hope that whole group do. But at the same time, they still got to develop and uh, go through their rookie year, get all the struggles out, and be good. What about like bringing in a, a veteran guy, you know, best free agent on the market, or a trade for another veteran guy like you? And obviously, this has worked out very well with you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's for the higher ups if they do that. Uh, they should be coming in ready to work and putting their best foot forward and uh, better in the group. DJ, we we know how you feel about Justin Fields, so I'm not going to ask you to do the testimonial again. <laughs> but I do want to know what is it about the chemistry that this has worked between you two, and what has gotten better throughout the season? I mean, the connection has always been there since uh, day one, since I got here from OTAs. You know, even before then, uh, we always was talking about uh, how I, how you see me in the offense, and then OTAs came, and then training camp came. Uh, we we got together as a group, and, and we all clicked and. Ours just took off uh, faster than we thought, and until now, it's just been still building. You know, uh, we got one year under our belt, and uh, looking forward to the future. Yep, I mean, it. Couple things here that let the the latter part too of of my question. I mean, it wasn't perfect early in the season. Remember, there was you know the, the wondering if he was being used correctly and a low amount of targets. But I mean, I think ever since that Washington game where he exploded that we have seen a real connection between the two. And it's true in training camp. He was the MVP at training camp, DJ Moore just took a second to get the train rolling. And it did that. That is something that needs to be given credit all the time. That's a big move. The bears made, and it's a big move that has worked for the bears and the part, you know, being asked about somebody like Marvin Harrison jr. Or who picked fill in the blank wide receiver, um, that he mentioned, I thought it was low key interesting, saying that if it's a rookie, you got to get the struggles out. That you can't just assume that a rookie is going to come in and be great. Um, although there's a lot of cases where wide receivers, young wide receivers, are good and productive right away. So that was interesting stuff from DJ Moore. Last thing here for today on the podcast is Tyreek Stevenson. While we're talking about good things, Tyreek Stevenson got the NFC player of the week 
this week for his two interceptions, and both were meaningful interceptions. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to change him. I was, I'm the same. Still confident, still the rookie from week one. Just would say I just got a lot more understanding of the game and understanding my role on this team. I think you're the first Bears defensive player to win this award in five years. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Well, that's a, you know amazing, amazing compliment. Once again, I couldn't do it without my D line and my secondary. Were you surprised? Yeah, I'm still surprised. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still surprised. Everybody just keep walking up saying congratulations. So um, I'm just waiting to hear from my mom to see how she's gonna react to it. <laughs> she made a video and sent it to me, and she talking about two interceptions whoop whoop I'm like come on mom you gotta like but she's she more she more excited for me um so just fun to talk to her about it I'm pretty sure she's seen it I just got out of practice and seen it and he uh coach Luce announced that in the practice so I'm pretty sure I haven't looked on my phone yet what was that like when coach announced it like uh, around everybody what was the yeah. reaction oh everybody was happy everybody like uh there, there you go rook there you go rook I'm like all right man I appreciate it then got up everybody was like speech speech got up and uh just thank the D-line such a likable secondary for the Bears. I was just thinking about that. Like, you, I mean, how could you not like hearing that from Tyreek Stevenson, Jalen Johnson, a regular on the score, Kyler Gordon, one of the most interesting guys to talk to, you know, Terrell Smith coming into his own as well, Jaquan Brisker on the score every day or every week, and, and, and you know, Eddie Jackson as well. So it just kind of dawned on me. There's a, a personality-filled secondary for the Chicago Bears, for sure. Um, trying to think there's anything else that we want to talk about today. I mean, a couple of uh, injuries of consequence is if, you know, if you're really digging into this game and for the sake of the Bears, Jalen Johnson, shoulder, did not practice on Wednesday. Cole Komet is hurting because of the knee. Look, he played last week. I never saw him warm up on the field before the game, and he just was not that effective. Probably kind of played the role like DJ Moore did the previous week, more of a decoy than a big contributor. So those are a couple things to keep in mind as well. Um, Patrick Scales um, is injured, and uh, he does not miss games either, but the Bears did sign a long snapper to the practice squad just in case, and that his name is Matt Overton. Um, and then Darnell Mooney, unfortunately, remains in concussion protocol. I do hope that we get to see him in a Bears uniform at least one more time. And who knows what happens. Maybe he will be back with the Bears. But I hope uh, that he is okay and that the protocol um, is something that he can exit from soon. Um, thank you all for listening and watching, as you always do. I really appreciate it. Thank you for subscribing. And uh, it's going to be a wild ride throughout this offseason, as I keep saying. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody from Hallis Hall. I will talk to you tomorrow on The Daily Score.